Sophie started awake. Moonlight dampened by thin clouds slipped through the windows to create patterns across her bed. The forest symphony echoed around her as she sat up and pushed her hair away from her face. The fire had died, save for a cluster of weak, glowing coals huddled in the gray soot. A note floated to her. It was low, hung in the air for a long time, and seemed to come from a piano deep in the house. As Sophie held her breath, a second note was played, then a third, blending into something unpleasant. They were held for far too long, until they made Sophie squeeze her eyes closed, then were abruptly released. It must be after two in the morning. Why is the piano being played now? The notes resumed, this time in a melody. Sophie drew a sharp breath. The tune was both exquisite and ghastly. The notes jarred together, none of them matching, but somehow managing to create a captivating, aggressive tune. Sophie slipped out of bed and wrapped her arms around her torso. The room had become cold without the fire, and she shivered. She moved to the door and nudged it open, letting the melody reach her more clearly. It seemed to be coming from all around her at once. The deep notes from her left, the high ones from her right, and the rest hovering above her head and below her feet. It was a song that matched the house perfectly. Disharmonic, but blended into a unified whole. Deep and dark and mysterious. Dangerous. The music swelled into frenzy, its volume increasing until Sophie clutched her hands over her ears in an attempt to block it out. Then, with a final, angry clash of keys, it fell silent. Sophie, shivering, slowly lowered her hands. If Mr. Argenton had heard the song, he didn't stir from his room. Something ticked her right wrist, and Sophie touched it. It was a liquid, strange and tacky, that clung to her skin. With a final glance down the hallway, Sophie returned to her room and bolted the door behind herself. She knelt by the low-burning embers to see what had dripped on her. It was hard to tell in the dim light, but she thought the liquid might be red. It's not blood. Don't think that. Sophie licked at her dry lips, then hurried to her bureau, where she poured fresh water from the jug into the basin and scrubbed the drop from her hands. She sat on the stool for a long time, glancing from the dark window to the barely visible doorway. She doubted she would be able to sleep. Instead, she pulled her gown, no, Rose's gown, from the wardrobe, wrapped it tightly around herself, and lit a candle in the embers. She then sat at her desk, placed a clean sheet of paper on the table, uncorked the inkwell, and dipped her pen into the swirling black pot. The light was too poor to see well, so Sophie bent low over the paper as she began writing in a carefully controlled script. Dear Father,